two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hi guys, if you're like me and you're trying to find a way that you can make your own podcast, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to do that. It's free and they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. You can distribute your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can get money with minimum listenership and everything you need to know is on Anchor. You can download it for free on the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Wine Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Madison McNeil. And if you have not um, listened to any of my podcasts before and you're fir- this is your first time tuning in, I'm basically just talking about everyday lifestyles, everyday, like any type topics. And I am just sipping on some wine after a long day and I just really want everybody to just rewind and relax and I try not to talk about too too much in depth uh things I like to keep it a little calm and cool and uh, funny so basically this episode I will be talking about so I asked on my Instagram, if uh, you don't know, it is One Chronicles Podcast on Instagram. And I um, asked people what topics did they want me to discuss. I got several um, uh, comments or answers back. They said, Justice System Against Blacks. Uh, There was a Tory Lanez and Meg. 
postpartum depression and shows that I'm watching that was just a couple that I, that really stuck out. So, well, um, so I don't know. So justice system against blacks. I want to talk, just make a few points about that. I feel like it's very current and well, it's always been really current, but now it's just uh, marinating in um, our atmosphere a little bit more thicker than usual. And I, a comment I like to make is that this the, these things tend to happen during, or they they tend to get more spotlight, and it tends to be uh, a little bit more boastful, if you may. Whenever there's something big going on, so if it, there's a big election, which is it is a big election, they tend to try to throw a lot of different topics or views into the mix and make it uh, very controversial so everybody can just put a stance on who they want to to be the leader, who they want to be the president. So if the president has that to flow with, they'll tell their stance they give us a lot of you know hope quotations in quotations um a lot of hope and their plans to bring uh justice to everybody and we kind of get to pinpoint who we want based off of what they give us uh on their opinions or views of what's going on right now so what's really happening i don't really like to say i really don't want to talk politically on my podcast because you know we're drinking wine we're relaxing um but i know a lot of people would like to know you know your views on certain topics or mine's always my top my views on justice the justice system against black people is always going to be you know, it's very hard for black uh, minorities, black folk. Well, we're talking about black people right now. So I know there's other different, you know, races or in the world, but they wanted me to talk specifically on black people. So it's very hard in the world for black people just because, you know, if you come into this world or you came into a part of the world based off of a very negative light and you were thought to be, you know, the bottom of the um the bottom of the food chain basically, you it's gonna be hard to get out of that because it was years and years and years of slavery and so you still have people that are still in that mentality and you still have people that you have those people who we're living in those days and who have so uh, uh power in the United States. So they're passing this down to their generation. So everything that we are doing is is not really going to change unless you have that one per that one person in power that literally is equal for all. So it's never going to be that way because you always got to have somebody that is oppressed. You always got to have someone that is the lowest and you always got to have a superior or inferior in this world. That's how the world thinks of it. So 
It's not something that can be changed overnight because it's still been years and years. And it's not something that probably will ever be changed to every single individual in this world because we all have our different views. We all have our different mind. We all judge everybody, every color, every race, every person on this earth judges somebody, you know, whether they mean to or not. So with the justice system, it was built on, you know, the worst times and and it's still hard for us to break out of that because if you got um something you know a mental lapse of who what's right and what's wrong and and to treat people equally it's going it's always going to be hard to break out of that chain and that's what this world is is right now it's hard for everybody to break out of that the thought process. So, you know, you're going to have the black people that goes to jail for a, a, a more time or gets more time served than, you know, an, another person, another race or a, a superior race. So it's just a part of being the way, the part of being where we at in the food chain of the human race and it's 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 sad you know but you got to come to terms with it you got to play your cards right you got to understand how you gonna you have to move in this world and you can take it uh, take a step and 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 speak up for yourself and and march and protest and say this is not right and do what you do and be a human being um at the end of the day and know your role that you play in this world. I always say that you just have to know your role and you have to play it by the book. Everybody is really just going through this world in the way that they were taught to. And some people are meeting people and they're changing their ways and their thought processes. And it's getting to uh getting to a point where, you know, maybe Maybe not in, not saying like the folks that are in the political standpoint. So the justice system, maybe they are still traditional, but I think one day you can, you can kind of see that it will get a little bit more, um, less, you know, conservative as it always has been. And I would love to live to see that day because that that will just be very amazing to me because I don't think, I think we still are very conservative. I think it's funny because you have, we have our president now that is very peculiar and he's uh, very, you know, different than um, a, a nor, you know, normal president. Um, that we've had so I think it's kind of getting to where you know can we take things seriously is this the way you know that it seems now I feel like a lot of stuff is being exposed as to you know our our system and the way that um the United States works and other countries probably have to deal with that too but I only know 
you know, what I'm experiencing now in my country. So I know I said a bunch of craziness because I really don't like to talk about this stuff. Like I'll look at something on a a headline and I see, well, this and this happened. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's crazy. And then I'll, you know, go about my business because, I mean, I'm still, I am going to vote. I believe everybody should vote, you know, but I I don't say, you know, you are this and that or you're just, you know, downright crazy for not voting, you know, to each his own. Everybody has their, you know, feelings about voting and, you know, we just got to see where it goes honestly and truly and I think it all boils down to you know voting for the people that's gonna run your state anyway because uh that vote really the the folks that you put in charge of your state really it all boils down to them uh, uh for our uh, pre- presidential candidate candidates and the people that are in the supreme court and the, you know you got your senates and you got your mayors and your um, just everything I say goes for the city council. I remember I was able to, I was going to be able to like be a part of my city council. And I just got, I guess it was just a little bit too intimidating for me. And it, the thought, I mean, it really seemed like a good idea. It would be a very interesting, you know, a very interesting or change of scenery for me and I was going to do that but I just decided not to and I decided to just take on another challenge but uh that is probably all I want to say about that <laughs> so that's all I want to say about the uh justice system against black people it is it is very very unorthodox and it is very um it's just not right to me. The other topic they wanted me to talk about is the Tory Lanes and Meg. So Tory Lanes and Meg, um, if you guys have not heard about that, it so supposedly, allegedly, I guess I was supposed to say that um, there was a night where they were together and they. Uh, Tori and Megan the Stallion were together, and it was her friend. She had Megan the Stallion had a friend with her, and then they had like a bodyguard or something that was driving in a car, and then Megan got shot in the foot. So that's all we knew. And the police, the police, what well, all we seen was I will say what I seen on the video. Police was telling him get out the car. Tori Lanes. And her best friend was on one side getting out the car uh, on the ground. Megan Thee Stallion was um, limping out the car. And she had, like, some a liquid, you know, something was oozing out of her foot. And they got on the ground. That's all I seen in a video. And then she posted a video of her getting, uh, posted a picture of her stitches or her getting her stitches out or something like that. So what was going around is she... 
uh, they were saying that so Tory Lane supposedly shot her, and she did a live and said that Tory, uh, she had to surround herself with uh, more positive energy, and he shot her. The Tory Lane shot her, and this, this, and that. That's all we heard about that. Tory Lane's went MIA. Her best friend was like making comments, but it really wasn't nothing to, you know, go with. But so Megan Asayan, you know, her foot healed miraculously. You know, that's a great thing. And she went back to, you know, performing and dancing and going to clubs and stuff. So that's really good. She got to continue her her normal life and she didn't nothing happened she got shot in like the side of the back of the heel the foot so it wasn't bad so fast forward a couple like month like two months after this uh Tory Lanez he just dropped the album like a day uh, two days ago and he basically told his side of the story. So he said him and Megan Thee Stallion was in a relationship, but her best friend was in a relationship with him first. And she then she started to take flights to go see him um, from Atlanta to Miami, or uh, he went to Atlanta from Miami. And they would see each other. They would hang out, bonded, because both of their moms had passed away. And so they bonded with that. Uh, he said that she was that she was upset with him that night that it all happened because she was jealous because he was smitten with Kylie Jenner. And um so everybody was drinking. It was said that he was really, really drunk, she was really, really drunk. And it's just a lot a lot of speculation around it. But basically he said that he did not sh- shoot her. And how did she get shot if she in her foot if she didn't hit any bones or tendons in her foot? So it's a lot of speculation. And I will say my piece on this. I was just giving everybody a rundown if they did not know about it. So my thing would be he didn't talk this whole time and he put out a uh album. Most people do, you know, most people do that, but I think it was it's so like the the way of the world right now like if you if you're a public figure and then you got a public situation that's going on and people like to kind of tie stuff in so they like well don't this big event that's going on right now don't try to cover it or 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 overpower it with this other big situation that we got going on because then we're going to tie them both together and then we're going to say well that makes no sense why did you do this at this time of the day so i'll give y'all an example they're talking about what is has happened about the um lady being shot by uh shot to death by police officers and then the police officers did not get um sent they didn't get the charges were dropped or whatever and or not whatever, but the charges was dropped. I don't know the correct term for that. But so people are mad about that. But then they saying, okay, he talking about he didn't shoot her and she's a black woman. This is all surrounded by black people coming together because black folks are being treated poorly. So if a black man is shooting a black woman, it just does not tie into what we are trying to get 
white people to or any other race to, you know, like if we are doing this to each other, it's not going to make our cry or our shouts for equality. It's going to just lessen that and it's not going to make it uh, seem serious or they're not going to take us seriously. So basically, I said all that to say what I think it is, is there's different things going on. It's different situations happening. And it's just, we are so, we are so, we are on social media so much. And we want, we care about how people live in their life and we care about situations because you know we we like a, a public figure and if something happened to them whether it's the man and the woman or the man done something to the woman or one woman done something to the man it kind of affects people whenever it, you know you get that information so you got the information now you want to know more information then when you get more information it's like, okay, well, I want to try to make this seem like it makes sense to me. And so when it doesn't add up or you feel like somebody's lying, then you kind of lash out. And with our, with our, our world that we're living in today, so many people feel very entitled. So many people are really, really narcissistic and... It's a very bad place that I feel like our generation is in because when you feel like you're so entitled to situations, then you start getting obsessive and then you start getting like you start bullying and you start you just like everything like you. Everybody has a sense of opinion. But before social media, you never really knew how much people was how bad people were when it came to their opinion because after a while opinion starts sounding like a little bit of bullying so when you say you got freedom of speech granted but then it started turning to bullying and um, we got off subject a little bit but I really don't I really don't have a place all I can say is the what I heard of the album all he said was his piece Meg said her piece when uh, a couple weeks after it happened, he l- kind of let it marinate and kind of let people trying to choose sides really. So I feel like it kind of bit him in his butt because he did kind of stop and just let people do whatever and say whatever, and he really didn't say nothing. So it gave people uh, kind of like free range to say whatever they wanted, and uh, you know, you they really say guilty until proven innocent really because people really like to jump on anything that they can jump on so if it sound good i'm gonna jump onto this but then you never know it might turn around and be the total opposite but we don't know that i don't know that i don't really care no because ain't nobody giving me no money to care but uh <laughs> and if they did you know maybe i have some type of opinion on that but that's all i have to say about that situation um postpartum depression I have a lot to say about this because I personally suffer from postpartum depression. I don't really want this to go on too long because we already <laughs> been talking enough. Um, so postpartum depression for me, 
it is very touching. You know, I always say, well, with my experience, when I was going through postpartum depression, fellas, if y'all are listening to me, if you have, if you plan on having kids and you plan on getting married, you're going to be with your wife. If y'all not married, you got a baby on the way, whatever. If you in this situation and you become um, a witness to a woman after she has given birth. So let's say she feels she's good after the first week. Or let's say she she it hits her immediately after she had a baby and after she come home from the hospital because that's what that's what happened to me. I I was depressed after when I as soon as I got home the first day I got home I I I bawled crying. Um and maybe that was because I just was so completely out of it the whole time I was in labor and I did not cry with my son. Um, when I, my son came out of me, I didn't cry. Um, I was more of like, I couldn't even feel him. I was numb. I had an epidural, but I didn't cry. But I tell you, as soon as I went home, bawled my eyes out because I, it was so hard. I was, it was just like, okay, reality really sit in. I felt overwhelmed and it was just like, what do I do? I can't, it's just too much for me. So if you have a a woman that you are witnessing postpartum, you have to, you have to be strong because right now you need, she needs you to be strong because you can't, you cannot make it about you at all. That's where you will, that's where it will, you know, start to, you know, develop resentment in that relationship is if you make it about you. If you decide to have a baby, you have to plan accordingly. You have to plan accordingly for emotions that you will be feeling as as opposed to her emotions as well. And the female has to really dig deep and, you know, oh, um, beyond the the postpartum that she's feeling also. So, you know, depression is a very, 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 very dark disorder to have. And men can feel overwhelmed as well. But as a female, you've had this child inside of you. And now the child is out. Your body is back normal. Your body, your hormones are just everywhere. They trying to be you know, back to where they was. And I did not take prenatal vitamins after I had my son because I did not know I was supposed to. And they said you were supposed to keep taking prenatal vitamins, and I did not. That's probably why. That's one of the reasons why I had postpartum too. Plus, I only breastfed the three days or the two or three days that I was in uh, the hospital, and then I stopped breastfeeding because it was so hard. He did not latch on good to me, and I was just like... I can't do it formula, and um, I really regret that because I wish I would have been stronger than that, but I was so weak at that time. And um, But the postpartum depression is something that you really have to uh, plan for, and you can plan for it. You can say, okay, well, I know this, this is going to happen, but it will hit you, 
and you won't know you're going through it until you 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 feel that that dark cloud that is surrounding you and everything's gloomy and you just don't you don't feel joy anymore and um and then it starts pouring out to other people and you're like well I don't know I don't know why I'm feeling this way I'm just feeling this way and I can't help you understand because I don't understand and you don't know yourself and you're trying to get back and feel like yourself again in the meantime waking up every two hours trying to take care of a new life in this world plus you know trying to give your spouse or your significant other some some uh attention as well so it's it's very hard you got three four things you juggling on top of maintaining the household keeping the spouse to um um uh you know, keeping your spouse like he's loved as well, keeping the child loved and um and fed and taken care of, and then yourself too. So it gets hard. It's overwhelming, and then you you're depressed as well. Postpartum depression is one of those topics you can talk on and on about, and I have so many different stories about it. But I just wanted to cram all of this into one <laughs> into one um episode. But that's basically what I have on postpartum depression. I can talk about it all day. But I will just talk about what I just said on that. So the next one that I was going to talk about is show you're watching. So I am a... I'm either watching Netflix or I'm on... Um, I done turn it on regular TV and I'm watching uh, Bravo, so I only Bravo is the only channel that I really watch. The two shows on that is it's either Real Housewives, so like any of the if it's on Atlanta, Potomac, Beverly Hills Housewives, or I will watch if it's on. So I don't know when they're coming on Married to Medicine, both one, both of the Los Angeles and the Atlanta, and um below deck mediterranean and below deck sailing yacht so and then i think they just had a just a regular below deck maybe they did yeah maybe they did or not but i don't know so that's what i will watch that's what i watch on netflix i watch new girl i watched it a million times over and over and over again i watched the office a million times over and over again I was watching Girlfriends because that just came on, and that and I stopped after the third season because it's it kind of started getting boring after that to me. I don't know. I just kind of just started doing my own thing. But this new show, it's not new. I actually am just late watching it, but <laughs> it's called The Haunting at uh, Hill House. That's a good show. I I finished that actually today. And then they have a new one coming out on the ninth. It's called The Haunting at Bly or Blair or Bly Manor or whatever. So it's like a the from the producers of that Haunting at Hill House. So I think that's gonna be good. I will personally be watching it. Uh, so and then I'm waiting on the Parkers to come on too. But it's a lot of good shows. I like to watch TV a lot. I don't like to start a new show because I feel like I become so invested in it and I can't get up and do regular things. So that's what I was doing with this show that I just finished watching. I started watching it yesterday. It's like 
It's like, uh, I think it's like an hour long. I saw I watched it yesterday. I finished it today. So that's where I finished that one season today. I think that was the one that had the limited series. So it only had 10 episodes anyway. So it stopped. Uh, it didn't have like a continuation. But uh, I really, I am really waiting on uh, Black Summer to come back. Uh, another season to come on there. I don't know what happened because it came out last year. And I'm just waiting on this year. Like, it's they taking forever. I need to look it up and see when it's going to come on. Because it's a really, really, really good show. It's about zombies and, um, like, apocalyptic type thing. And then it's like, this peop- these people are trying to uh, find this woman's daughter. But she meet, like, a... Well, this woman's trying to get her daughter. But she meet, like, a, a few stragglers uh, during her journey to find her daughter. And they all just trying to you know, survive through this zombie thing. But it's a really good I'm probably gonna rewatch that tonight because I don't have nothing else to watch. If it's either that or a new girl. <laughs> and I've watched like I know every episode by heart. But I love New Girl. I love everybody on that show. They're they are really like the best. I wish they um would have kept that show going but I guess the other people want to do other things and they did they got they all ventured out and did their own product uh projects and movies and shows too so you know nobody's really you know missing nothing after that show they kind of you know continued on their career and acting because you know it's some shows that they will be on for so long and then, like, New Girl has seven seasons, so they'll be on for so long. And then after they end, you don't, like, a lot of people just really disappear. And you don't really see them so much uh, like you did on the other show. So I'm glad that I'm really seeing them on shows and movies. Um, they got, like, a, it's like a, a few movies on Netflix uh, with all of them. And, uh, and except for the main character. So I don't know if she just... Wanted to stop and wanted to be a mother, but I haven't seen her or nothing, or maybe I just missed it. But I really like that show. Like, if I have a bad day, all I gotta do is turn on New Girl. I'm telling you, like, I will be fine after that. New Girl and some in my stomach pool, I'm fine after that. <laughs> but anyways, guys, I have been rambling. But those were some interesting topics, and I got to cover them in the 30 minutes, so that's a long time. Uh, that's a lot of talking and a lot of views of mine. But so glad you guys got to sit down and listen to me talk my head off or talk your head off. I hope you guys tune in for my next episode. It will be on Sunday. And then I have my my episodes from Sunday to Friday. Hopefully, hopefully Friday because I kind of like missed this Friday. So this is a late uh, publish and this is a late episode. But I will try to get those in Sunday through Friday, if not Sunday through Thursday. And I'll just be talking about anything over a glass of wine. And we will just have a good old time. And I will probably go and do my regular thing on 
how I do uh, ask questions about if what topics I should discuss. So I'll probably do that on my Instagram, like maybe once a week, because I'm going to try to make sure I have more material so I won't have to talk about everything um, at once. And I probably won't talk about everything at once like I did, but I just didn't really have a lot to say about all of those for like a whole segment or a whole episode. But um, maybe this season of the wine chronicles can just be me talking then my next season will be a lot of interviews and a lot of different viewpoints of people their careers and probably parental advice or anything that I can find I'm gonna get for you guys because I know it's gonna get boring just hearing me talk but on that note I'll see you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. Be safe. And we will chat soon. What's up, guys? It's Madison. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wine Chronicles. I really enjoyed chatting with you all. And if you haven't listened to previous episodes, make sure you do so. Check back on Sundays through Fridays for brand new episodes where we talk over a glass of wine. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Wine Chronicles Podcast and you'll see what topics we will discuss. Chat with you soon. Visit Hellsburg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details. The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID 19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safetyplan.com.